You're listening to the Pure Fury Creations Entertainment Network. The views and opinions expressed on this episode are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views, opinions, or philosophies of the PFC Entertainment Network or any of the affiliates that make this show possible. This show has also been rated M for mature audiences only. Pretty Boy Redneck, Levi Blue. This is the show where I'm not here to help you with life's questions or hell, even to give you advice as far as to where to go to pick up a hot date or anything like that. No, no, this is the show where I sit on my front lawn, watch the world go by from my porch, and tell you to get the hell off my lawn. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Heat Vent, a Get Off My Lawn podcast. What's the subject for today? What's the subject for today? What's the subject for today? Today's subject is called Friends of Convenience. And you know, we can steamroll, yeah, that's the word I'm looking for, steamroll this one right into... uh, Family members of convenience. That's right. What am I talking about, ladies and gentlemen? Well, let's face it. These are the people who want nothing to do with you until it's convenient for them. You can call them. You can text them. You can instant message them. You can send them a Federal Express, Pony Express, FedEx, any type of message, and these people will not get a hold of you at all. But as soon as you're getting ready to move, have a baby, get married, not necessarily in that order, graduation, kids' graduation, need a babysitter, need a dog sitter, need a house sitter, need a cat sitter, need a fish sitter, need a sitter sitter, need a sitter for the babysitter. These are the people who are going to call you when it's convenient for them. You know, I've been learning a lot about myself here this last couple months, a month and a half or so, and I'm really, really, really starting to figure out just who my true friends are. It's amazing to me. I went to this wrestling show, and before the show, All these people were coming up to me, telling me how much they loved me, how great it was to see me, taking pictures with me, selfies. They're taking selfies. I'm taking selfies. Photographers are taking pictures of us taking selfies. And I step on the verbal landmine, as I talked about in the last episode, and where the fuck are any of these people who are telling me they love me? Well, they're doing one of two things. They're trying to save their own face 
by not associating with me. Or number two, they are legitimately pissed off at me. But if they were legitimately my friends and or my family, they would have called me to talk to me about the situation. And we could have worked out our problems because that's what friends do. I'm not going to name names, but I do have a guy out there. He calls me his family. His kids call me Uncle Sean. That's right. They call me Uncle Sean, not Uncle Levi. And the first few minutes that that incident happened, he was on the phone berating me. And you know what? I deserved it. But a couple days later, he called me to check on me. And we were able to talk. We were able to work things out. We were able to acknowledge. And we were able to move on. Now, some other people out there, they don't give two shits about old Levi. You know what? That's okay because I don't give two shits about them. I've decided the fucking phone works both ways. If you want to talk to me, you can call me. I'm getting sick and tired of being the one to put out the phone calls to you. I'm tired of being the one that's putting out the text to you, the Pony Express, the Federal Express, the Express Express, the MasterCard, the Visa, you name it. I'm tired of sending this shit to you. I am also tired of being the one to say, hey, why don't you come on out to dinner? And you say, okay, I'll get back to you. And then I don't hear from you for a month. I don't know how long you think dinner's going to stay hot for, but a month is not going to, it's not going to be any good, man. I might have to throw it away. I might have to feed it to a dog. I might have to feed it to the cat. I just might have to put it in a trash can. Because quite frankly, <clears throat> I hate being stood up. That's just the way I am. You know, it, I if I let you into my life, I put my arm around you, I invite you to break bed at my bread. That's bread, not bed. Let's get that out of the way. I invite you to break bread at my table. That should mean something to you. Because not a whole lot of people have that opportunity to come to my home and share my dinners with me. Let's face it, I'm a fat guy. I like to eat. I love food. And the more food I make, the more food I get to eat. <coughs> so if I invite you over, that should be something special. <coughs> Forgive me, I forgot to bring up a bottle of water up here this time. Um, I just got my laptop rolling again. I wound up crushing it with a proton pack. That's right, an unlicensed nuclear accelerator fell from my wall, landed on my laptop screen, and shattered it like the pieces of my heart when it comes to these friends of convenience. The good thing is, is when you go on eBay or Amazon or Priceline, well, not so much Priceline, but you can go... And you can get one of these computer screens and have it replaced. Now, granted, the first one that came to my house last week, it was shattered. But I was able to return it. And now, lo and behold, I got my computer up and running again. That's not the same with a person's heart. You know, a lot of people like me, they wear their heart on their sleeve. And when we call people brother, 
when we call people sister, when we call people family, they're not necessarily blood, but they are the family we choose. And if you choose to turn your back on that, you know, you're kind of a dick. Uh, you know, it, it's funny. I was sitting there thinking about putting these pictures online and, uh, you know, hey, where where are you? Reward. Uh, what happened to you? You know, explain yourselves. Why did you tell me you love me? Why did you call me family? Why did you call me brother? Why did you do these things and I make a mistake and you turn your back on me? But I guarantee you, if someone comes to me looking for a booking, if someone comes to me looking to get in touch with another promoter, a booking agent, etc., 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 I am going to treat you the same way I would have before this incident because that's just the type of person I am. I wear my heart on my sleeve. And I'm willing to help anyone out that needs to help. It's not a handout in my world. It's called a hand up. I can show you the direction. Whether you choose to take it or not, that's entirely up to you. You know, because in this life, we're, we're, we're on this bus. We're on a bus. You know, because the fact of the matter is, is I'm not rich enough to afford a plane ticket, a train ticket, a taxi, an Uber, a shuttle. I, I ain't rich enough to, you know, be able to afford any of those luxuries. And just life, we're on a bus. It's the bus of life. And we're traveling down a road, and along the way, we're going to pick up other passengers. They may choose to sit next to us. They may choose to sit in front of us. They may choose to sit behind us. At some point in time, they may choose to talk to us. Maybe they got, I don't know, some sort of snack in their bag, and they offer, to, uh, offer you up a snack, and you guys have a little bit of conversation, and pretty soon... You guys are traveling that same path. But then maybe that passenger is going to come up to a stop. Maybe a stop you don't necessarily agree with or want to get off at. But they're going to get off at that stop and they're going to go about your way. And you're going to go about yours. And you're going to continue down that path of life. Now, maybe along the way, you might pick that same passenger up again. They might choose to sit next to you. Or maybe they've forgotten about you and they're going to sit in front of you and ignore you. The problem with that is, is if they remember you and on their own recognizance decide that you are not worthy for them to talk to. But maybe you got a candy bar in your snack sack. Maybe you got a, a cold, cool beverage. Maybe it's a Coke. Maybe it's a Pepsi. Mountain Dew. Budweiser, Jack Daniel, well, you better not have that stuff on a bus. But as soon as they see that you have what they want, they're going to sit next to you. They're going to strike up that conversation. And they're going to attempt to separate you from your possessions. It's just like life, ladies and gentlemen. People are looking to separate you from your family, from your work, from your time, from your children, from your vacations. 
Because at this point, it's not about you. It's about them. What can they get from you? What do they want? What do they need? And what can you provide for them? See, in this world, you got to decide who you're going to let sit next to you on that bus. You got to decide who you're going to let travel with you on this bus. Hell, worst comes to worst, kick the driver out of the seat and become your own bus driver. Create your own path. Take the others along for the ride. Let them be your passengers. Don't let them tell you where to go. You trust your instincts, and you go any damn where you want to. Don't let them ask you to stop for McDonald's or a Taco Bell or an Arby's or a Hardee's or whatever. You stop where you want to stop. You put your foot down on that brake. You put your foot down on that gas. And you control your own destiny. Don't let anyone take over your driver's seat because you don't want to depend on anyone else but you. You know, you might find that person that sits down next to you and they're traveling along the same path as you. And maybe they're on the same path for, I don't know, five, six, seven thousand miles. Maybe you get to trust them enough in your life that you're going to let them take over that driver's seat and, you know, maybe ride along with them for a little bit. But as soon as they go where you don't want to go, you need to take that wheel back. You need to take that seat back. And you need to make your own path. Life is just one ride. You only get one chance at this ride. You know, you, 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 you can hit the side of the road and you can stick your thumb out. You could do a little uh, hitchhiking if you want. You know, maybe you're maybe you're the user. Maybe you're going to use that driver. I don't know. But ultimately, in the end, it's up to you what you decide to do. I myself, I'm getting too old to wait around for people to come around to me. If I invite you over to my house, take that as a compliment. If I invite you to come over and Break bread with me, offer you a seat at my table, take it as a compliment. Now, in that same regard, I have had friends tell me, we don't want to come to your house because you never come to our house. All right, I want to debate this for half a minute. See, in my life, I was always taught you just do not show up to a person's house unannounced or uninvited. In order to get me to come to your house, you verbally, or you can do it through a text message or an instant message, you have to invite me. I have the amount of respect for a person that I will not show up to their house unannounced. In my opinion, that is uncouth and rude. But do not hold it over my head when I invite you over to my house for dinner and you tell me, well, you don't ever come to my house. Why should we come to yours? The answer is very simple. 
You didn't invite me. The other day I got invited to a friend's house. Man, it was great. Uh, we got on a pontoon boat over on Bevins Lake, parked in this cove, drank beer, swam in the water, got back to his house, ordered pizza, fed us. It was great. I had a great time. You know, and I, in turn, looked at him and his wife and said, man, we got to have you guys over to the house sometime. We do not leave it at that. Probably in another week or two, I'm going to invite them over. Hey, what's going on? Much like I did with Amy and Tim. You hear them on the PFC Entertainment Network. But I invited them over to the house and my wife all of a sudden had a change of plans. So I called them up and I said, look, we're going to have to make it for another time. Now, admittedly, it's on me. I haven't called them to make that other time yet. And Amy and Tim, believe me, that time is coming sooner than later. Maybe we'll do that at the uh, Pride in the Park event. Maybe after the event, we'll have a PFC Entertainment All-Stars barbecue over here at Levi's Ranch. Um. But it's, I, I, I just, for the lack of a better term, well, hold on. Let me go back to this. Pride in the Park, June 10th. It's going to be a live podcast with the PFC Entertainment Network All-Stars. You're going to find Sean Grugel, Jason Klaus, Amy Sheridan. I'm sure Tim Sheridan's going to be there. Levi Blue. Hoping Todd Gilbert and Brett Fortnoy might make an appearance. Come on out. Say hi. It's Pride in the Park, Lakeside Park, Holly, Michigan, June 10th from 1 to 6 p.m. It's going to be kind of interesting because I don't know where the hell we're going to hook up our equipment. But that's neither here nor there. Tim and Amy, I'm sorry I haven't gotten back to you. You know how life gets busy. I will be in touch with you soon. But there it is, ladies and gentlemen. I've gone on a 17 and a half minute rant about friends of convenience. Let's talk about family now, shall we? Family of convenience. It's the exact same thing as friends, except it's blood. And that makes it a little more irritating, a little more hurtful, a little more painful, if you will. You call your family, and the only time you hear from them is weddings. Birth announcements, graduations, deaths, nine times out of ten, and I know this is sick and morbid, but when do you see your family the most? At a funeral. Why? Why? You should be living for the moment. You should be living for the now, not the aftermath. It's a sad, sad day when I go to my aunt's funeral and I haven't heard from any of my cousins since she passed away. The weeks leading up to it, I heard from them at least once or twice a week. But I have come to that conclusion now that the phone works both ways. I'm tired of being the person to make that first step. I'm tired of being the person to make that first call, the person to make the first text, the person to make that first instant message. You know, I had shit that was important to say, important to do, and important to invite them over. Invite them over to break bread. Give my cousins a break from her newborn babies. 
but life gets in the way and I understand that. But all it takes is a simple phone call and a hi. And I love you. And I miss you. And I'm thinking about you. And as I'm talking, someone just messaged me. Let's see what happens here. Let's see who this is. Um. Oh. It's from my friend Amber. She's sending me a picture of a hearse. Hi, Amber. How you doing, hon? I'll call you a little bit. See you probably Friday for karaoke. Uh, a lot of people may or may not know that Levi Blue, <laughs> I drive a 1993 Cadillac hearse. That's right, a hearse. Some people may think it's kind of morbid. I think it's probably one of the most badass things on the planet today. I think my hearse has a killer concept. It's called Casper's Last Ride. And yes, you are going to ask me, hey, do you have a casket in the back? Well, fucking ain't right. You're damn well about damn well better believe I do. And that just brings me right back to this. Why, when it comes to family, do we have to wait for the ultimate of ultimates to happen? We have to wait for death in order to move on with our lives. And it doesn't make any sense. Your uncles, your aunts, your grandma, your grandpa, your mom, your dad, your cousins, your brothers, your sisters, lions and tigers and bears, oh my. They're, well, no, not the lions, tigers and bears, but they're all family. They're an extension of you. When they reach out to you, don't forsake them. Bring them closer. This is going to sound crazy coming from me because if anyone knows me, they know my feelings about my sister. A lot of people don't know that Levi Blue has a sister. Well, Levi Blue can hold a grudge for a long, 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 long time. I'm 48 years old and I've probably held this grudge probably 40 years. I don't know what it was, but my sister and I, we were like oil and water. We never got along. Here I am, 48, getting ready to turn 49, and I am reaching out to my sister, trying to reestablish a relationship with her after 40 years. My mom isn't doing too good. My dad isn't doing too good. People who know me know that my parents live in Alabama, and it's real hard for me to see them. So I'm trying to bring my family closer to me. Now, this is just my sister. It has nothing to do with my nephew. I don't want to get into that subject matter, not one single bit. I wasn't a friend of convenience or a family member of convenience when it came to my sister. I wasn't anything, and she wasn't anything to me. And I'm trying to fix that now. You know, many years ago, I ran into my brother, and, uh, yeah, a lot of people don't know that Levi Blue has a, a brother. But he saw me on a wrestling flyer for the UWE up in Gladwin, Michigan. And we reunited after uh, 27 years, something like that. And I've talked to him maybe three times since then because we've grown so far apart. We don't know one another. I know of my brother just like I know of my sister, just like I know of my cousins. But I'm trying. I'm trying to do the right thing. 
I, I guess that's what it is, ladies and gentlemen. I'm trying not to become a family member of convenience. I'm trying not to become a friend of convenience because when it comes down to it, when I face my own mortality, I don't want to die alone. Uh, I want to be surrounded by friends and family. Uh, when I die, um, you know, I, I, I want to be burned up. But I want my urn or a coffee can or whatever, uh, my Tupperware dish, whatever the hell my wife wants to put my ashes in. I want it sitting on a bar. You can put my picture up there if you want. But I want people to buy me drinks, you know, dump it, dump it into the little ash can, say their goodbyes, have a drink with me, you know. But I don't want to die lonely. And I would suggest to anyone that's out there, don't become a friend of convenience. Don't become a family member of convenience. Because when it boils down to it, you know, you're not a mog. You're not half man, half dog. You're not your own best friend. You got to go out there. You got to make some friends. Don't forsake your friends. Bring them in closer because the thing about friends... Friends are the family that you get to choose. They might not be your blood, but a lot of times your friends can actually become closer to family. And that's what I'm trying to say here today. You only get one bus ride. You only get one plane ride, one taxi ride, one Uber ride. In this crazy thing called life. In your travels, stop and do all the things that you ever wanted to do. Go out, have fun, grab life by the balls, swing it around the top of your head and holler yeehaw. The only thing that makes it better is when you got your best friend, whether it's your wife, your husband, your sister, your brother, your mom, your dad, your best friend from high school, your best friend from elementary school, your best neighbor. That's what makes it better. Life is about experiences. You never know when the last text you get will be the last text. You never know when the last phone call you get will be the last phone call. You're going to sit on there and you're going to listen to that last voicemail and you're going to say, God damn, I wish I had the opportunity to talk to them again. Maybe they got off the path a long time ago. But it's up to you to decide what you want to do. Me, I'm probably going to die a lonely old man, but I'm going to die a lonely old man with convictions. Because like I said, that phone works both ways. I know when I hear the ding on my text message, I'm shooting it right back to you or whoever sent it to me. Life is nothing but full of opportunities. And they are out for you to grab. So grab them. But do it with a friend. Do it with a family member. Do it with someone you enjoy spending time with. Because life is too short. That bus is going to run out of gas. You could be stranded in the middle of nowhere by yourself. Or you could be surrounded with your friends and family that you made along the way in your travels. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Heat Vent. This has been a Get Off My Lawn podcast. Be sure to check out all the great shows on the PFC Entertainment Network. 
be sure to check out the online store, which, of course, I do not have the address in front of me for. Uh, check out uh, Power Tripping Through the 80s, the real podcast, Hanging with the Hitman, Klaus to the Heart, and, well, I'm not going to say many more. I know a lot of things are in the work, or at least that's what the boss is talking about. But check them out on Facebook. My Facebook page will be switching here soon. It will be going to Levi Blue, host of the Heat Vent. But right now, you can just find me on Facebook as Levi Blue. Shoot me a message. I'll be sure to send send you one back. But, as I said, ladies and gentlemen, one more time, this has been the Heat Vent. This has been a Get Off My Lawn podcast. And, of course... If you don't like what I have to say, you can get the hell off my lawn. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.